ends of the field and the bleachers. The cheers were completely distracting. Ethan adjusted the filters on his targeting camera to shade the huge lights overhead that turned night into day on the field. He spotted his mom in the stands, with her golden Filipino features smiling, and Dad, with his strong Cherokee jaw clenched. Ethan had inherited the same quick smile and the same quick-to-frown jawline. They'd be proud of him win or lose. Even his brother and sisters had come tonight, little Dana and Danny still in diapers, and his older sister Emma, who gave Ethan a thumbs up. Something was out of place, though. Sitting a row up from his family were two strangers. Ethan knew everyone at school, and most of the opposing West Side Warrior fans. But these two students, a guy and a girl, he'd never seen before. They weren't in North Side's red and brown colors, or West Side's green. Even though it was prohibited by the school's dress code, they wore jeans and black T-shirts. The dark colors set off their super-pale skin. The boy took up space for two people in the stands. Not fat big, but more like a weightlifter. His T-shirt looked two sizes too small and about to rip. His head was shaved, showing only a faint shadow of stubble. The girl was thin, and she seemed to drown in her oversized T-shirt. Her blonde hair stuck up in a spiky ponytail. Something else set them apart. The look in their eyes was the strangest thing. Pure tension like this was a life-or-death situation. Well, how could anyone not be fascinated by soccer? Especially this match. But these two scrutinized everyone on the field, as if they weren't interested in the game exactly, but were looking for someone. Coach Norman finished his final instructions, which Ethan realized he had completely blanked on, and shouted, Break! Ethan instantly forgot the two strangers and snapped his head back into the match. His teammates placed their hands in the center of the huddle with machine-like precision, raised them in salute, and shouted, Grizzlies! Ethan and his team then turned to face the West Side Warriors. Ethan should have asked about Coach's instructions, but his parents had always told him to go with his gut when in doubt. That was what he'd do now. He whispered to his fellow striker, Bobby, Give me three Mississippis, and then pass me the ball. Bobby looked back at Coach, whose word was law. But Bobby also knew when Ethan Blackwood was in the zone, and when Ethan couldn't fail to make a shot. He nodded. The referee let loose a blast from his whistle, a steam-powered trill that gave Ethan a jolt every time he heard it. Bobby tossed the soccer ball at Ethan from the sidelines. Two green-clad warriors bounded toward Ethan, twelve hundred pounds total of gleaming metal pistoning at him like freight trains. Ethan's heart hammered. He kicked the ball back to Bobby and counted. One Mississippi. Ethan sprinted at forty-five miles per hour to the midline field. Two defenders covered Bobby. Two Mississippi. Ethan dodged. The single defender on him overshot his position, lost his balance, even with his gyros on Max, and landed in a heap with a tremendous clatter. Three Mississippi. 
Among the squicks of soles on the green-painted metal field, there was the unmistakable whoosh of an incoming solid rubber high-velocity ball. Ethan stomped and spun. For a fraction of a heartbeat, he saw the ball he knew Bobby would pass, a blur rocketing at two hundred miles an hour, right to him. Ethan headbutted the ball downfield and sprinted after it. The crowd screamed, but the sound faded, drowned by Ethan's thundering pulse and the thumping of his suit's hydraulics. Three warrior defenders raced after him. Ethan twisted, gears and gyros screaming in overdrive as he caught up to the ball and dribbled it between his feet. Warriors closed on all sides to block him. There was no more time. He had to take the shot now, still three hundred feet from the goal. He snapped on his suit's targeting system. Arrows and grid lines popped onto his viewscreen.